This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's sends you high-quality shaving equipment directly to your door, and it is exactly what you need for those last-minute holiday gifts for shaven or intending-to-be-shaven <laughs> men and women in your life. If you go to harrys.com and use the promo code THUMBS at checkout, you will get $5 off your first order. That is harrys.com with the promo code THUMBS. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, It's December 15th, 2016. This is Idle Thumbs 293. I'm Chris Rima. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodkin. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. I would like to wish you both warmest greetings. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, this no. Is, Somehow that doesn't oh, feel no. like a very sincere oh, no. warmest greeting, oh, Chris. A, I wonder why. I wonder why is, it doesn't have a, the uh, genuine feeling of like a, you know. I say, I have, a, I have in my hand, podcast <laughs> listeners can't see this, but... I have a, a McDonald's McCafe warmest greetings coffee cup, which I've been obsessed with for the last day. Have you seen this, Nick? No. Nick does not oh, know what shit. this is. Okay, Nick has not seen this yet. There's a really great there's a really great uh, series of images that's been going around. Um, so you see what this is, right, Nick? What this warmest greetings? Yeah, it's little, a picture little of like little mittens. With, mittens yeah. with, so with a, yeah. someone has found out on the internet. That oh, if no. you draw, oh god! A oh, you're gonna do it. Is this you are, Mr. Gay, all over again? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> amazing things are revealed, and I have to think about anatomically how this works out. Um, Very carefully etching into the side of this coffee cup. He's drawing some details. I um, know what they are. I know what they are. We all know what they are. Nick has no idea what they I are. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> I'm very excited. Have though. you practiced this, Chris? Is this not, like no, is no, this no, like no, this is live? Is this like a cooking show where you're like no. gonna pull one out of the oven here that <laughs> no. has the drawing on no, it? No, this is this is this is happening <laughs> as we speak. I've never done this before. I can't imagine what this could be. It's just a pair uh, of mittens. Oh, you can't, Nick. I, is that I, what this is? <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so, Chris, you have to describe what this is now because yeah. I will. I refuse. There's a, there's a McDonald's God cup. It. It's a warmest greeting, and, and it has two big white mittens sort of crossing each other. But if you take the thumbs. And ex- and turn the thumbs into wrists, and then draw fingers extending out from the wrists. It ends up looking like two hands <laughs> spreading open two big old butt cheeks. Uh, You're very very pleased by this, Chris. You're yeah, too, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so too pleased. Well. I, I okay. I laughed for like a minute straight when I first saw this yesterday, yeah. just the image, to the point that it was, and I know, Jake, you had the same experience. When you see it this way for the f- the first time, you can't, it's really you can't hard see the to even understand mm. what it was originally supposed to be. It looks so right. fucked up. And then last night, I saw an animated gif of someone who did the same thing, but they poked the hole where the butthole is. So the, Chris. So the brown coffee was just <laughs> spewing out. I swear to God, anyway. I laughed oh, for God. three minutes straight. <laughs> My wife can attest to this. I was, I couldn't believe it. If anyone yeah. was wondering, uh, we've sort of been slowly tracking our descent into becoming a just shitty morning show. We have, <laughs> yeah, right, we yeah. have achieved. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Incisive video game content. Fuck that. What if you punch a pencil through a McDonald's cup and then it looks like a butt pooping? Right. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully our mid-roll content is just an ad for McDonald's now. And then we would truly be a morning show. Warmest greetings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. I actually, I ate McDonald's for breakfast this morning. You know what's so funny about that? It, well, I, I mean, what do you think I got this cup? This is so... I, I stole this cup? Nick, you're right. This is actually sponsored content. Just you and I aren't in on it. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's Chris true. has signed well, his own brand right, deal. Yeah. So so the funny thing is, I sometimes just get a cup of coffee. The funny thing at is, McDonald's. I just love the sausage biscuit yeah, in the yes, morning. Is, well, no, I, I get a cup of coffee from McDonald's when it, often on the mornings we're doing the podcast because it is the only place between my apartment and the uh, the train, the mm. subway that takes credit cards, mm-hmm. and I can use the credit card for like a you know a dollar oh seven transaction or whatever, and they don't care because you know they're just a big chain. Yeah. So I just go in there and just uh, use uh, get that. And I totally didn't remember until after I already did it this morning that it was the fucking warmest greetings cup. I didn't even plan this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then I got here and I realized. <laughs> you realized how, how happy you were with, with everything in your life. I was, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. 
Anyway, um, if you're new to Idle Thumbs, welcome. Warmest <laughs> greetings. I'm sure you've heard about our incisive, in- intelligent video game commentary <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on coffee cup buttholes. <laughs> yeah, what a bad life. Yeah, sorry. Uh, All right, well, hey, guys. Uh, hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just staring at this uh, <laughs> at this cup now. I can't, I can't look away. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Yeah. It really is amazing. Yeah. All right. You um, did a good job with that, by the way. <laughs> that was, it's actually, That's it why looks, I was asking looks, if you had practiced. Re- re- yeah. No, I know. I, I definitely yeah. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shocking, though. It, I know it is. <laughs> I have not practiced the McDonald's mitten butthole hands sure. challenge technique. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Take the McDonald's warmest greetings challenge. To raise awareness of cup buttholes. Uh, in related news, though, in uh, many years in the past, our the Idle Thumbs uh, has done a, an end of year game of the year write up at goty.cx. We are not doing one this year, unfortunately. However, oh, we should though. Maybe we will. Yeah, let's do it because I want to write about Hitman. Twist ending. Mm. Goty.cx coming soon. Warmest greetings. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Brecken can write about Dark Souls. Sure. I feel I, this game. This was actually a really good year for games. I think. I think this I, year was kind of an amazing year for games, actually. I guess it was. Well, don't you think? It was a good year. I mean, even there was a lot of stuff that I didn't even play that I know. Yeah. Like Stardew Valley, I didn't actually even play it. Right. But I know that to a lot of people that was... And I suspect had I played it, I would have thought it was great. Nick, but, had, Nick had some feelings. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Dark feelings. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. But I would say that game... This was a year that of game games that are something in you. This is, this I mean, is a year of games that told us about ourselves. <laughs> I would yeah. say. Oh yeah. yeah, no, that's definitely true. Yeah. I think this was the year in the world that taught us all way too much about ourselves. In fact, yes. I would say 2016 across all axes. In the in the yeah. case said, of in the case of gaming, it was really nice that a, a, a huge collection of some of the, the the best games of this year in this entertainment medium shed light on ourselves and who we are uh, in the sphere of world events. Less thrilling, yeah, uh, a revelation, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah, we learned a lot, a lot. I think a lot more than any of us wanted to know. Coffee about cups taught us about, our, taught our, us about ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This really is the. This really oh. is the. The actual like this sums it all up. Warm, oh, warmest greetings. Oh, co- you know, everyone's welcome here. You know what? It's just a big old butthole <laughs> spewing brown poo all over you. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of those mugs that you can get where if it, when the coffee heats up the outside of the mug, oh, yeah, it yeah, changes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like that the next version of you know this what? should I actually have... just slowly reveal. For like for like a decade, I have one. I had one of those for American McGee's Grim. Do you guys remember? When oh, American yeah. McGee was making all those like episodic when he, fairy tale games, when he games. went to China, and yeah, uh, I think yeah. he's still there, just running an outsourcing house, basically. Weird. Uh, the same company that he's had for huh. eight years now, but like, but yeah, I, I finally in the last move, the last time we moved, I finally just didn't take it with me. You left it in the apartment. Yeah, um, I hope you did. I hope that just in the back of the cupboard, someone. When the new neighbors moved in, and they're like, well, they're my old. I mean, my old roommate still lives there. Oh yeah, so. so. Drinking um, out of that spicy yeah, horse I mug for a long time. I don't have any cool ones. No, I don't have any. Cool I, have, ones. I have a Mr. Rogers. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. That. And he, he he wears a suit. I like and that. And then when it fills up, he wears a sweater. It's really oh, good. Oh, what? That's it's really so good. good. That, that yeah. is really good. I have it's to like, say, I liked that twenty seconds when we were about to maybe turn this into like a form no, games no. of the year uh, oh, episode. Yeah. No, 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 no. Talk about those butt mugs. I can't remember the beginning of this year anymore. Like. This was so I, I long ago. It began it was, like it was a lifetime ago. ago. Early, just early releases of this year it. include The Witness. Uh, oh, my, oh my God. That feels like just a different That's era. That's so long yeah, ago. That's bizarre. Yeah. I, there were some other stuff at the beginning of this year, too. This year God, was a wi- hard- Have you noticed The Witness hasn't even been showing up on a lot of Game of the Year it's awards? It's been in a few. Maybe, but in a few, but in part. So, you know, in part, that game's not for everyone, but also in part, I suspect this, that it feels like it came out oh a million God. years ago at this point. I can't point. even. I mean, yeah. Well, the witness was like January eighteenth. Then Firewatch yeah. was February 9th. I remember that we were right, right next you guys, to the witness. You guys when we were right yeah, that's back, true. Yeah. XCOM two came out around then, which I never God, even XCOM really 2. played. I didn't much really play very much like, either. I played yeah. it a little bit. Man, yep. this year also. I mean, it had Deus Ex four. It had Doom. It had it Hitman. Had Doom, yeah, Hitman, Civ uh, 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 six, um, which I also didn't play as much of as I yeah I would have imagined. Um, yeah, super hot. Uh, real super hot came out this year. Oh, super hot was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. More Kentucky Route Zero came out. No Man's yeah. Sky came People out. Loved. Far oh, Cry man. Primal came out. <laughs> the Last yeah. Guardian. You know what's? You know what has been annoying me about? Oh, Oxenfree, which I don't know if any of us played. Inside, obviously. Also, this is a year of yeah. It's been oh, crazy. outrageous oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm annoyed by how many game awards take place in December or even November. 
Mm. I find it really obnoxious because now the Last you Guardian think it should go on is the Oscars out, and I, yeah, yeah, and I haven't I haven't played the Last Guardian yet, so I can't myself offer. But like some people I uh, who I'm good friends with have said, it's they're like, like super struck by that game. Absolutely, one yeah. of the best things they've played in a long time, and I find it really annoying that. It's the the video game awards are already over. Like there's a bunch of awards that are just yeah. either that game was so recent that it technically fell within their purview, but is just getting ignored as a result. And I, I'm not like in particular saying it's a it's this specific game. It's a crime that it didn't isn't getting as many awards because again I haven't played it. But it just, just in principle, it really yeah. bothers me that it's like just fucking hold your horses for like a month. Are you serious? Well, like, that's why, why the GDC awards are nice. Yeah. It feels like that's the, the, the right BAFTAs time. also run in. Oh yeah, the BAFTAs. Uh, yeah, the well. BAFTA Game Awards yeah. are early, early yeah. the year after. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's true of Dice too. The Dice, the Game yeah. Awards, well, and Dice is in February always. Right? Yeah, so, they, yeah, they those awards always wait, but um, it's it's I think it's mostly just the Game Awards that that. Blasted out in the well, and also a lot of editorial stuff. awards, though. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing I've been seeing is there's been a ton of just publication specific Game of the Year awards. Yeah, a bunch of which have already come out within like several weeks ago. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. I think it's dumb. Yeah. But it's been a great. It's been a really good year for games. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I think Hitman is my favorite one. Like, not that I like ever sort of go out of my way to have a really specific Game of the Year, but man. I guess since we're just we I just sort of ended yeah, up no, sideways you, we, introducing we're, this. this is I don't a know. Segment now, like so. I just keep I just keep thinking about how much I like that game. I mean, in part because Nick, you and I were talking about it a bit yesterday, yeah. and just how well that development team has sort of learned what game they're making. You know, because we I don't think either of us played Absolution, and I think no. at least the was reason, that by the same crew more or less? Yeah, it was the same team. Right? Assumes, I, I mean, who so. knows? Yeah. Who knows what the personnel changeover was? But yeah. it's the same studio. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay. The... Uh, but like the, the one of the reasons I didn't play it. I mean, and th- this this can't speak to the like actual quality of the play experience on a micro level. But like one of the reasons I didn't play it is because it just all the way it was being marketed looked so sort of repulsive and like self-serious and sort of a gross well, exploitative <laughs> way. It just like, did not. It just did not look appealing at I feel all. Like that was the era where like. Did the first Hitman film come out around then? And it was just all about like, let's make this into a bloody I think the second franchise came out around then. Okay, the first whatever. Hitman film was like, remember, well, it was like a long time ago. Weirdly, maybe, yeah, but um, it still felt like kind of that that zone where they were trying to pump it up into this big fucking AAA action bullshit thing. And, yeah, uh, and now it's yeah, now it's truly become what it's and, meant to be. Uh, yeah, that aesthetic is... in general seems like it was more in at that time because that was when like Dexter mm-hmm. was on TV, which is very different uh, than Hitman, yeah. but it was the like clinical killing thing but also everything is super gross i don't yeah. know yeah um whereas the the new hitman is so comfortable with itself and really hits the i think this a, new hitman is just so comfortable <laughs> with himself. He is. in his own suit he really is his <laughs> iconic suit in his, his own hair, hairless hair. skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just really hits a good point on the gradient between like self-seriousness and silliness Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't go too overboard with either i mean if anything it like during the game it trends more towards the silliness side which if you have to err on one side it's probably better to go in that direction when your actual game mechanics are so silly i mean that's the thing i think a lot of games don't ever come to terms with is like the break between how serious the game well like the idea of dressing up in a costume Instantly. Uh, in, inside of yeah. a mission, yeah. and then people You're not like the knowing what you David look like. Spade, master of disguise. The thing they must realize is like, we, yeah, we may as well just make these costumes ridiculous because the whole conceit is ridiculous. So is David uh, Spade, the master of disguise. No, I believe you mean Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Oh, is Dana Carvey? Let's okay. just please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He dresses up as David Spade in that film. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really? No, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I must admit I've I never actually seen the film The Master of Disguise. So I he dresses up as a turtle. I don't know. He, I mean, I, the only thing I remember, the, master the main thing I remember, because can... that movie came out before Blockbuster died, and the main thing I remember about that movie was just <laughs> seeing the guy in it dressed up as a fire hydrant somehow yeah. on the cover. Yeah. And it was one of those movies that was like, do you guys remember when you used to go to the video rental store? There were certain movies that you were never going to see, but you saw, saw but the you cover. saw them every single oh, yeah. time. And yeah. Like horror oh, yeah. movies were a big, oh, yeah. I remember oh, seeing yeah. like the Hellraiser 
cover well, any Lepre- Leprechaun really in space. Right space. Yeah, Lepre- yeah, yeah, Leprechauns. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Child's Play. Yeah. Or... Child's Play. You'd a see big one for me was Empire of the Sun. Weirdly, because that oh, the Spielberg movie. The, yeah, the, huh. the poster of that is that like red sun. Yeah, it's like really a, like a striking. Plane cutting. It's so striking. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, thinking like, this looks like a crazy horror film. <laughs> I had no idea what it was because I was like four years old. But yeah, yeah, blockbuster. I've still never seen Empire of the Sun. But I had, because I was a, you know, like a dork, obviously, growing up, when I was learning to play piano, I had a book of just John Williams, uh, like film music arranged Themes for, for piano. solo mm. piano, yeah. and Empire of the Sun was in there, and that was my first, and to this day, primary association with Empire of the Sun. Nice. Um, sh- I've heard it's a good movie though, so yeah, it's good. Did you, you know. get the piano arrangement of Jurassic Park that was just the like high melody line uh, played by itself on piano? Did you get the? <laughs> no, no, this book predated the tr- the tinkly piano trailer. Well, the trend, Jurassic the so. Jurassic Park score, in fact. Oh, that's true. It does, that. in fact, include oh, yeah. the progenitor of yeah. tinkly oh, yeah. piano film music. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it didn't have that actually. It mm. just had the, mm. the big, the main theme all played. I actually, I loved playing the Jurassic Park theme on piano because I was like nine or whatever and I thought it was really cool. cool as shit. Yeah. I loved playing it on saxophone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Which oh my is truly God. the, way it's, okay, the way it's meant to be heard. Okay, here. Uh, <laughs> Twitch creative stream. <laughs> oh, you God. and me, Jurassic Park arranged <laughs> oh, for piano and saxophone. That's got to be the, the the second theme of Jurassic Park on sax has got to be the one that was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Young, like, young Nick Played Brecken. like an eighth grader, like a smarmy eighth grader. <laughs> I was like, like grinning also. You know, like, like, yeah, just my mouth is just, just like curling up as I'm playing this reed stupid shattering oh, performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is our games of 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to Goatee. Yeah. Go- uh, this is the shittiest episode of this podcast that I think that we have ever recorded. This is out of control. What are you about? It's our game of the, uh, end of the year game. Best Games Podcast, right? <laughs> right? We did Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Welcome, we like new listeners. Man, and the butt thing. In the <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well. So what other games of 2016 did we enjoy? Cut to Jurassic Park on, like, melodica exploding, <laughs> just trash. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, for me, Planet Coaster, clearly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like, Planet yeah. Coaster is great. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, I'm... I'm still playing the same park, so it's not even really worth talking more about because I've talked about right. it so much more recently. But uh, I would like to, I would like to actually make some real progress, like on a stream at some point soon. I, I've been, <laughs> I haven't been streaming, and I've just been playing it myself more contemplatively. And I've kind of been using the fact as I'm not streaming uh, that I'm not streaming to like procrastinate on actually building out the dark right. ride that I finally built the huge mm. um, show building for, uh, or whatever you call it. And um, so I've. I've just been making more like terrain landscaping fronts. It's just still just a really nice meditation, but that, that's about it. But nice. I love it. I love that they made that game, and I think it's really cool. That's another team that just feels like they know what they're doing. I like that they have two. I mean, maybe they have other stuff in development. I don't know, but I like that they have two seemingly core teams making ridiculously ambitious space game and, for its scale, ridiculously ambitious theme park designer game and what was mm. the other studio that we were talking about that kind of has that mentality going on right now was it was it avalanche what was it with the oh yeah avalanche yeah sean, oh, sean yeah. introduced us to the hunter yeah is it the hunter call of the wild is that the full name I of that game that's like in early access or it's not even like early access that. they just have trailers out for it yeah are you uh, familiar with this nick no this, this i mean it, i've heard i've, I've heard it looks of like it, a game that that some it. subset of us could bizarrely get into even though it's just the hunting game because it seems to be taking a lot of the um a lot of the philosoph- like the design tenets behind uh, like Far Cry Two style open mm-hmm. world uh, immersive stuff, except that you're just hunting animals with regular hunting weapons. Mm. Um, I, I I can't say that this is going to be thrilling for anyone, but I could see that uh, it has the potential to be where it is. It is things like your movement speed matters, the amount of yeah. noise that you that you do matters, like That's sight cool. lines and the way that light work seem to be important like uh you the way you gear up before you leave seems to be important and then there are little like lodges and towers you can climb up for sight lines for like planning what you're going to do and also it seems like it will have co-op in it oh nice it looks Um, like a crazy triangulation of like hunting games as we know them 
uh, Daisy and Far Cry 2. Yeah. Like if you watch the trailer, <laughs> it's like th- th- a lot of the evocative elements from each of those things sort of are combined in a way that sounds weird when I when you say that, but you'd know what I mean. Yeah. If you just watch the trailer and watch the like pack of hunters kind of quietly move through the brush in sort of Daisy, you know, the way Daisy sort of enforces and encourages that kind of play because you have to be really, really cautious. Um, but it looks like Far Cry 2. Like the, the, the sort of just environments and color palette and stuff really look like Far Cry 2. Um, but the actual thing you're doing is hunting game instead of you know right people yeah. it's which cool. is it's, nice it's cool that this is I going guess. on at the same time as like the just cause series is going on as an example yeah. of that mm-hmm. like the, the there's two studios under one roof obviously sharing some degree of technology yeah, tech and stuff yeah but for very different ends that's cool yeah uh dark souls 3 also came out this year that's true <laughs> completely forgot that game i just scrolling about yourself just like the games of this year it's yeah. a, a hardcore list yeah it is a lot of stuff but yeah it was a good year yeah yeah also super hypercube came out this year oh that's man true. you're right yeah yeah uh, that's not allowed to be my favorite game of this year but it might be why is it I, not allowed to be it could be i don't know super hypercube is just a not super substantial game but i doesn't really like super hypercube it doesn't matter at all yeah i'm still playing it it's really good I like when I like when I mean the most interesting game of the year lists are the ones that have stuff that isn't the same five ones you see on every other game of the year list, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you, I mean, it, you, you, a game like Super Hypercube isn't going to ever be this unanimous pick across publications right. or people, but like, it's a totally interesting thing. Yeah, I know it, to talk about. It showed to me that even though the technology for VR is not there yet like from a just sort of comfort and accessibility level that there are things that you can do that use the like input output of a VR headset that actually feels unique to that and actually feels like it validates that experience. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not saying that as a case for VR as some sort of like dominant medium, but just like super hypercube is a super good puzzle game in in its own right. Like it, Mm -hmm. it, it, it reminds me so much of like the Medios days of the DS or yeah. of like playing Tetris for the first time on the Game Boy. And not a lot of games actually get to that mm-hmm. level. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah most, most modern puzzle games are kind of insipid, honestly. Like most of the time it's sort of just an extension of match three mm-hmm. or something like that with the sort of just ever present scourge, in my opinion, like of RPG elements, which I, I know some people like, and I can't fault that. I understand why, but I, a lot of times I think that stuff is just kind of added because it's a really, 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 really easy way to just make stuff addictive and compelling. Yep. And I, I guess Hy- hypercube, the, the clean puzzle design in that game. Plus it, it gets to some really base, uh, like simple things that are enjoyment about, or that are enjoyable about a 3d experience. Uh, like literally the cube slotting into the bigger surface oh, yeah. than you passing yeah. through it That's is so great. satisfying. This yeah. is a, this is a dumb thing to recall. Uh, but it, it, um, Jane Ang, who was the the like three D artist on Firewatch, did a GDC talk this year about uh, the I, the art pipeline on Firewatch, and she broke down one sequence of Firewatch, which is a canyon that you walk through, and about the the flow from an art standpoint of what a player does when and when things are revealed. And my favorite part, where I was like, "What is she going to say for this one part that's really boring and has no level design stuff?" She's like, "And then there's the arch, uh, which is fun to walk under." where it was like first you're gonna hop over a stream then you're gonna go around an s curve then you're gonna walk under a rock arch and i was like oh that's so that's actually true like in real life and also in a video game just like going through an enclosed space is fun and Mm -hmm. super hypercube is like the most outrageous version of that uh uh, anyway yeah what if we that that's actually how uh how that game was originated. That's Phil like the Fish, Miyamoto version Phil of that. Oh, that is like, Miyamoto version. Yeah, yeah. you know, just like Phil Fish like had a like an experience walking through a canyon and walking under an arch, and he said, "Ah, well, what it's if- like on family road trips when you go into the tree tunnel part on your f- drive out to like the spot that we always go. It was just my favorite part of that trip, and I wanted to encapsulate that in a game. Right. But what if it was inside of a sick VHS laser logo? <laughs> <laughs> what I loved about watching HBO in the '80s was when the laser beams would fly past the screen, and then the HBO logo would come I don't up. Remember that? Oh, that's oh, yeah. That's that. That's before the, uh, uh, like the current HBO logo. That's just the shitty static one and like the synth cord going. Wah. The old HBO. God, they've had that for a long. God, you've time, never though, seen the old, the, the old, 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 the old home box office. The old home box office logo. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. fucking hardcore. Well, you're flying over a, a suburb. You're flying right? over a yeah. suburb, yeah. yeah. And then it's very like Back to the Future. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> it, it's like a residential version of the Miramax logo or something. And then yeah. just huge laser beams start taking over, and then you're trapped inside of this drum filled with like laser lights cir- circling you. But then it turns out that you're inside of what looks like a 3D rendered version of the HBO logo. Uh, and then if you look at a behind-the-scenes version of this, it's actually amazing. It's like long-exposure photography where there's swinging colored LEDs around an actual drum. That's right. And then there's yeah. just a, a chrome version of the logo that they filmed on a motion control rig. <laughs> so, like, it looks like the most out-of-control expensive thing you've ever seen. Yeah. And it's, like, basically Mystery Science Theater 3000 opening credits <laughs> or something, but, like, expensive. Right. Uh, it's it's wild. Anyway, Super Hypercube. <laughs> This year was a year of me dipping my toe into a lot of games, that, yeah. uh, but liking all of them and then being annoyed that I didn't finish any of them. Mm, yeah. like you I finished re- Owlboy, didn't you? I finished Owlboy, but like I didn't finish Doom. I didn't finish Super yeah. Hot. I didn't. Yeah. I've, I've only barely played Planet Coaster. Uh, and I really liked. I did finish Super Hot. I, I didn't really finish Hitman. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Hitman, Nick, there's new elusive target. Which I've heard is, of this? Yeah, yeah. Which is the the fucking burglars from Home Alone. The wet so bandits. They, yeah. They did. <laughs> Is it a Christmas themed update? I, mu- I mean, it, I mean, when you say it's clearly. the burglars, I mean, they didn't get the actual like voice actors, did they? Or did I they? Doubt I doubt it. I, but okay. they—they're ha- named what they're named. Oh, they're Wait. like Harry and whatever his name is. Yeah, like weird. I think so. <laughs> what? 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 Huh? What is the Hitman Home Alone? Is like, it the are they same trying house? to break did in? They just model the house. I don't know. I no, don't no, no, no. It's an elusive they, they target. All take place in the existing. Oh right, missions, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, yes, it's a pre. Yeah. I. Yeah. So here, let me see. So then, yeah, what? <laughs> what is the <laughs> it says happy holidays 47 your destination is paris france and i must confess this is a bit of an odd one it's actually ri- written worse than i said it says this one is a bit of an odd one so i mm-hmm. copy edited in real time for them your targets are harry smoky bagnato and marv slick gonif a pair of professional thieves currently breaking into the palais de walevsk walevska <laughs> Bagnato and Ganef are American nationals living in Paris after a series of botched break-ins and related violent crimes forced them to leave their home country. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. We've been hired wow. by a worldwide insurance agency to put an end to the activities of these holiday hoarders. Wait, your job uh, is to fucking two to the chest, one to the head? Them, yeah. The, the <laughs> wacky burglars who tormented the McAllister family in As the 90s? Your job, Kevin. I mean, uh, 47. <laughs> <laughs> this is the true lore. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Kevin McAllister? <laughs> yeah. Professional, like... Theft deterrent. Gene spliced. Yeah. yeah just assassin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He definitely. God. Ah! Uh, yeah. He literally. <laughs> just he shaves his head, then his puts head. on the aftershave, <laughs> yeah. and then screams. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agent 47, yeah, just puts just, uh, just yeah. puts the aftershave on right. the top of his head, and then. Uh, yeah. Then. Why is that not the art for the elusive target? He kills the elusive Why target and says, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> Did All you, of this shit better be in this. It better be in the game. Or they're, yeah, or they're dropping the when ball big time. When you guys first saw Home Alone, when you were like, when you were kids, yeah, did you understand why he was screaming when he put the no the after no. I asked my no. parents in the theater, uh-huh. and they explained it. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I so okay. So when I saw it, I also didn't because I didn't shave at the time. Yeah. And then when I was old enough to understand what that was, but not yet old enough to have a cause for aftershave myself, I then assumed, oh. It must just be that if you're a kid, it hurts because you're not old enough yet, but for adults, it doesn't hurt. Right. And then eventually I got old enough to realize, no, it just stings because it's yeah. a fucking astringent and it actually right. hurts. Well, just wait until the uh, the sort of uh, bespoke kill in this mission includes you dumping them into a vat of aftershave Oh my or God. Something. If, you could <laughs> just rep- like- if you could use your poison to poison the right. aftershave. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poison to aftershave. <laughs> that is so much like- less interesting than all of the other things that they could put into this uh, thing, which are like, <laughs> oh, put yeah. the barbecue uh, okay. heater hey, on the door handle. It's a hitman right? mission. Yeah, yeah. It should have all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There should be like- Just tar- like release the, paint, the tarantula the into cans, the room. And yeah, like, yeah, just- <laughs> <laughs> Activated distraction, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan cardboard cutout. Like, all of these things could be. I, we don't. We haven't played this. Yeah. Yet. I don't know. For all we know, they well, the, went be, all out. the best thing about this is that stage a dance party with a bunch of mannequins. That right. seems not a little out of scope. Up, Disguise uh, yourself as one of the mannequins. Heat doorknob. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if you, the thing about this is that if they have any or all of these things, because it's a hitman mission, 
they will affect everyone equally. Well, unlike in the movie where they will like they just magically like it's yeah. a universe where they'll only ever harm the people they're intended to harm. But in Hitman, they will harm every fucking jackass who just walks through any door. Yeah. So you could so you could be the the shittiest Kevin. Yeah, there's he could a problem with the toilet, and then just every person he, yeah. he already is in that movie, which is considerably high of one. Yeah, I feel like we fucked up by not looking at this content before recording this episode. Well, well we mean, should. I mean, it's probably you, better wait, that Jay, we didn't because you, if <laughs> if all this shit isn't in the thing, yeah, then that's, that's true. true. But if, if I guess either way is fine. Well, let's yeah. we, Nick. You and I should try and play it. How long do these last? A week? Uh, God, longer I, than that? I, I don't. I don't know. If the content is as good as we think it is, I can't they, see that they would this, only leave this, this up a, for a week. If this is a Christmas, well, thing, I just it's don't remember how. Christmas, I haven't done right? enough. Um, I haven't done enough elusive target stuff to actually even know what the right. It's got it's got to run through Christmas if it's a Christmas thing. I would hope. All right. Well, we should definitely maybe we should try and play this and maybe try and stream it if we yeah can hang out together. Should we take a break? Yeah. All right. Break time. Break theme. Break theme. This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks will send to you in a very well-refrigerated box all varieties of not just steaks, but meats of all sorts, and not just meats, but treats of all sorts. (laughs) Meats and And treats! treats. Meats and treats. And in fact, if you go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code IDLE in the search bar. You just type in IDLE, just hit enter, the thing will pop up. You will get uh, this crazy deal. For under $50, you get a preposterous panoply of, uh, f- I was hoping to say potables, but that's just for drinks. That's just for liquids, right? Pot- Water. Potables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two filet mignon, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, 12 ounces of all beef meatballs, four of these like potato au gratin little balls. Four caramel apple tartlets. Those things are delicious. Four more kielbasa sausages. So I could have just said eight kielbasa sausages. All that for under $50. It's like a 70-something percent discount with mm. the offer code IDLE in that search bar at omahasteaks.com. Yeah. Nick, you and I had, as we've discussed, a full Omaha Steaks feast. We had that dinner. We had the, yeah, we had the filet mignon. We had the uh, potatoes au gratin. We had the... Um, Caramel apple tartlets. I snuck some of those tartlets before we had that dinner. I, that's true. I, you had already pre-sampled I, I, yeah, them and confirmed. I had, to, I had to pre-sample that tartlet. Yeah. It they were good. good. I was, was really, really impressed good. by those. We should do it again. We should have a, a holiday mm-hmm. redux yeah. of that meal. We should. Um, if, and again, if you go to omahasteaks.com, you can have a very similar meal to the one we had or, or even a more ridiculous. You could incorporate even more elements from this box stuff in there. into your meal. I mean, there's other stuff that they, on, on they offer site, as mean, well on their site that yeah. it goes beyond um, even what's in the box uh, in terms of just like other poultry, veal, lamb, pork, like all kinds of other meats, all kinds of other stuff that isn't even, even is not even meats. Um, it's, I don't know, like I could imagine this working really well as a, uh, a gift mm-hmm. for certain friends or family members. Because, yep. I mean, you really can just feed yourself for weeks Oh yeah, uh, off this thing. I just I just sort of have mine in the freezer, and I just before I go to work, I'll just defrost whatever element I'm going to want for that evening. Yeah. Again, that is omahasteaks.com. Enter idle into that search bar. Your deals will appear. Deals. Deals. Omahasteaks.com, offer code idle. Video games. Boo-doop-boo, podcast, coming back from a podcast break. Is that what we're doing? Are we back? I think oh. so. I guess I guess we are. Oh, hey, we're back. Nick Brecken. Hi. You started playing Dark Souls 2. I did. Well, this I beat your, Dark Souls 1. This is your 1. year of Dark Souls. This yeah. is appropriately your oh, year yeah. of the Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. I think I'm closing out 2016 in year the way, of the that, Dark Soul. It, in the way that we can it, all agree. It should have been. Yeah. yeah uh, and it feels it feels right. Yeah. So um, you so you in between the last podcast and this podcast, yeah. you completed Dark Souls 3. I mean, Dark Souls 1. You completed Dark Souls 1. Yeah, so on the last podcast, I talked about how I had put on that stupid ring that was making it, like, doubly harder to beat anything. Yeah. Uh, And um, came back the next day, and it was still really, really difficult, but I I ended up pulling it out and and, and 
So you beat Dark Souls One I with beat Dark Souls the... One with the stupid crazy ring on that made it really really. That's difficult. really impressive. Uh, it was hard. Yeah, I were bet. people like surprised by this? Like that? That can't be a very common um, way to beat Dark Souls, or is it? Is that like the <laughs> way? Gotta, you're probably one well, of the no. only people in the ball ever who's no, done that, no, right? I mean, no, no, there's, no, there's, no. Chris, if there's a thing you can do Chris. in Dark Souls, people have done it a lot. Okay. Yeah, like this, yeah, I mean, think yeah. about like what is possible in Spelunky or something. Like you people just right. eventually just do the hardcore. People were talking about this thing called SL One, which I didn't understand. They were like, oh, you know, I'm going to try an SL One run of this game, and I, I didn't quite understand what it means, but it's Souls level one, meaning like a level one guy, right? Just never, oh, just never level. You just never level up, oh my God. Uh, which is kind of a, not entirely equivalent to what I was doing because my sword was sort of independent of my character stats, and so the fact that I had a cool sword was giving me a boost, but it was close. But apparently people do SL1 stuff all the time. Apparently it's just a thing in these games. Yeah. So I started playing Dark that, Souls 2. That's not surprising. Yeah, I guess none of it should be surprising to me. No, no, no. I started playing Dark Souls 2, and I was prepared for uh, a really strange time because people were the the vibe around Dark Souls Two is that it's sort of the strange like stepchild. You always of, get of that the, sense. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like, directed by the director Miyazaki. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was a different director, and uh, I guess the production cycle was was rushed. Mm. And um, but it's also said to be a huge game. Yeah, I'm getting that sense. Yeah. It's also th- just the the actual structure of the game is very different yeah. in the sense that like there's a, a central hub, and then four big spokes. Or, or some number of spokes. I don't really know how accurate those Dark Souls like maps. You know, if you've Probably. seen those, I think they're very. Like, I think they're. I think they're pretty loosey goosey. Yeah. But I'm not, I, I haven't really figured out in my head. You know, yeah. how many spokes there are. But it's it's certainly different than the other Souls games, which kind of there is a somewhat of a linear progression. But then you bounce back and go down different branches on that sort of main chain, right? Whereas this one has a, a very clear like almost MMO-inspired hub, it feels like, where everything huh. is just nice and happy, and there's, like, a merchant over here, and, you know, it's like the sun is shining, and then you go out into hell and die so, a lot. Uh, when Dark Souls 2 came out, it feels like the people who played Demon Souls and Dark Souls 1 yeah. were not super into it. Like, it yeah, feels... Yeah. It's, it's a maligned entry in the Dark Souls series. Has time... Can you tell? Has, like... Has the existence of Dark Souls three and Bloodborne and the passage of time changed that assessment at all, or, or, so, or, or like I talk about, or is it just a, just generally contentious among yeah, people now? While while I'm streaming these games, I'm I'm always just like really curious to hear what people have to say about these particular things. And the thing that I've kind of determined, I think, is that uh, your opinion of any of these games is heavily influenced on uh, based on which in which order you played yeah. them. I think Classic. the people so you being a Dark Souls three played, guy means that your opinion oh, is real man. weird compared yeah, to yeah oh and people are not happy about that because <laughs> like the vast majority of the people who play these games probably started some sometime either before probably three. Demon Soul or Demon Dark Souls three is Souls. usually not yeah. the first game you played and yeah. so the fact that it was the first game that I played and it's perceived as this like very refined but somewhat easier entry yeah. means that all of my quibbles about the earlier games are seen as sort of like blasphemous. Yeah, but then you beat Dark Souls baby. 1 with the ring, so fuck everyone. Well... Thank you, thank you, Chris. Thank you. You should stop in the chat and tell well, them. Well, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> no, saying. No, no, no I love all like... of you. It's fine. But here's the thing. Please yeah. like and subscribe. Yeah, but 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 yeah, but uh, but Dark Souls two. I think uh, it's weird because I expected this maligned uh, entry, and and I just kind of rolled into it, and it just feels like more Dark Souls to me. Like I can't, you know, like there are certainly like differences. I cannot believe that he's saying this. <laughs> <laughs> there are certainly differences that are you know apparent. Well, to Jake, but, to your question uh, about like has the sort of um, community judgment of this yeah. game soften or modulated with the passage of time. I think that's something that often happens, right? Like when, when the thing is new, it's every difference is shown into right, sharp relief. Yeah, whereas now we have Bloodborne and Dark Souls, Dark Souls 3, so we have a collection of differences right, and, and a trajectory yeah. the more time and, that, you know. The more time that goes... Okay, so when... Okay, just for instance, like when Dark Souls 2 came, comes out, immediately after it comes out, the difference in time between when Dark Souls 2 came out almost zero time and when dark souls one came out multiple years is really high but the further into the future you get the more they're both just games that came out several years ago and the difference between when they came out gets fuzzier and fuzzier and so they're both just things you look back at with hindsight and sort of the veil of memory rather than like one is old and one is new because now they're both old or if not old at least they're both not brand new and so then they can sort of both be evaluated as like different points on the plane of Dark Souls rather than the Dark Souls that I already internalized and the new Dark Souls. Right. And I think that that often just happens with series with series in general. And like with some series, you know, the the some just get end up sort of canonized as bad forever. And that's just like 
Sometimes that just happens. But with Dark Souls, m- more it seems like there are definitely people who feel that way. But it seems to me that they've all just ended up in this like tapestry of Dark Souls, and people appreciate the differences <clears throat> on balance more than right. like explicitly castigating one as like the bad one. I think it's actually that it's not. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's so much that people um, speak badly of Dark Souls Two. I think that they, it, Dark Souls Two has a sort of uh, uh, following that believes it is the best Dark Souls right. game, yeah, that and that, that drives the perception that there yeah. are people who think it's so terrible. But I think yeah. in, in reality, I think it's closer to you know to what you were saying, which mm-hmm. is that like it's just a Dark Souls game. It's got you know there are differences, but I think at this point, most people are just accept it as like it's fine. Like it's just it's more of the stuff. Like it's like. That's it's not, not entirely what I was saying necessarily. Well, I, I know it. I know sure, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine. It's just more of the stuff. <laughs> well, I'm just a little. Ah. <laughs> what I was expecting was a Mario two situation, right, which right, felt right, so right. drastically uh, yeah. a field or Zelda two or or Zelda two even. Um, but uh, that is definitely not the case. It's just or Metroid two. You, you beat some bosses. Or you kill some dudes. It's no, uh, it's not yeah. actually true of Pikmin no. two at all. <laughs> no, it's not. Or Metroid two even really. No. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. I think yeah, the the, the, the thing that I actually was way. expecting, if you want to use Mario analogies, would be Super Mario Land versus Super Mario oh. One, mm. right? Yeah. But that's that's like where it's yeah. just a different person made it. It kind of has the same feeling, but yeah. you think, but it's a little. But like you're saying, that the, the passage of time uh, seems to have sort of smoothed out those the the the, the for you at least playing Dark Souls One to Two yes. and Two back to back without being. In it at the moment, it feels they feel more similar than than and different. also having been primed by a totally different game that's neither of those. Yes, you know is also interesting. Yes. Yeah. Also, speaking of Mario, you guys excited for Super Mario Run? Because I'm fucking excited about it, and it are comes you? out I, like next week. Are you? Yeah, I, excited I'm excited about it. About yeah, it as well. I'm legit excited about it. Yeah. Are you kidding? I keep thinking this game's already out, and so I keep checking my phone every couple <laughs> right. of weeks. Like I know because people are talking it's about been it. Announced so long ago, it and just I just doesn't happen. I with never know what the hell's going games, on. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, but, no, uh, I, I no, I am excited about it. I read an interview with Miyamoto yesterday, and it wasn't an amazing interview, but there was some interesting stuff in it. Most notably, the fact that like this is not new knowledge. In fact, it's the opposite of new knowledge. Uh, it comes out but, tomorrow, so by the time oh, oh shit. shit, so by the time people are listening to this uh, as a podcast, it will be out. Yeah, he's been working with the same core three other like creative leads for th- ever since the first Mario game. Mm. Like Koji Kondo and then two like other designers. Yeah, they've been working together. Crazy. Yeah, for the basically the entire Mario series, which is just that's really cool. That's a really amazing, weird, cool thing. Yeah, that is really cool. And it sounds like they kind of just work on the stuff that Miyamoto thinks is going to be like a new or interesting thing to do with Mario, like Mario Run. Obviously, I mean it's a, a simplification of Mario, but there's definitely a lot of interesting design challenges. And how do you take a series that has gotten increasingly complex and like both structurally and mechanically over the years and then bring it down to a version that is even more simplified than the original Super Mario, not even the original Super Mario Brothers, but just like Mario the original, Brothers? just Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm really, well, on the player input side, more simple than that. Obviously yeah. behind the scenes is a lot yeah. more complicated. Doing crazy shit. But uh, I'm excited about it. Anyway. Have we have we talked about the Mario or the, uh, I guess, just Nintendo theme park stuff since that stuff was announced? No. They released because a we talked about image we, recently. We, we were just goofing about that Oh, we, talked, about we, that we stuff. vaguely like, talked about the fact that it had been announced what it was, but they put out that concept they art. Put out the, yeah. It just looks like Planet Coaster art. Yeah. <laughs> or rather, someone, someone tweeted it to us and said, this looks like it was made in Planet Coaster. It doesn't quite... But yeah, it's, it's a little more illustrated. But than, it looks yeah. like <laughs> someone's going to just make a Nintendo knockoff oh, yeah. Planet Coaster Workshop shit in yeah. a minute, and you could build that whole theme park in, in, a, yeah. in Planet yeah. Coaster. Yeah. Miyamoto actually also mentioned that in the interview. He basically, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Because he gets to sort of pick and choose, obviously, what he works on at this point, and he's like, he works on the stuff that's like new or weird ideas, like Super... And the th- two things he mentioned were Super Mario Run and the theme park, uh, which clearly is up his alley, because he loves gardening and like physical design of things yeah like like when you walk under an arch yeah Yeah. i don't really actually know anything about the theme park so i don't don't have anything to say about. i don't think i don't think much is known but it it, it seemed like it was going to use some kind of like yeah i don't know ar vr something or other oh weird just just for just from the ar vr something or other well you know whatever 
Well, but, it's um, in, it's in a Universal Studios, so it's gonna be a lot of projected and tech, and not a lot of yeah. actual full build out. Also, it's video game theme stuff, so it's gonna so be more of that. like the like yeah. you know the Toy Story ride at Disneyland is probably a good go to example mm. of like yep. There might be a vehicle, but then there's just a lot of computers running things. Yeah, yeah. It's powered by an array of 300 Nintendo Switches. <laughs> um, it's powered a, by a Switch PlayStation Twos. Capable of launching nuclear Linux. missiles. <laughs> PlayStation Two computer right. entertainment system. Yeah. Good. <laughs> the, bro- the broadcast news story about that. A look inside Nintendo's theme park might surprise video game fans because it's not Nintendo's. <laughs> it's a PlayStation. <laughs> a PlayStation 2, to be exact. Powered by the Emotion Engine. Um, Used have... by America's Air Force and Third World Dictatorship. And Iran. And Wasn't Iran? it like Iran? Yeah, Some yeah, yeah. Let's just say it was. was a... Yeah. I have no seg into this at all, but I want to mention fine. it really quickly, which is that um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I was up late one night uh, last week, and uh, uh, stop it, Jake. Was, no, and I was looking on my phone, and somebody had tweeted a link to um, a Twitch channel and said, "Oh, StarCraft is on," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I had loaded up StarCraft two the other day. I guess I'll yeah. see, you know, what what's going on. And I clicked on the link. And it was just StarCraft One, and then I realized they're just broadcasting StarCraft. There's a new league now Whoa. for StarCraft One. Artosis was just commentating what? StarCraft One, and it's this a is Korean a thing league? now. It's just now is coming it a, back. Co- yeah, it's Korean. Korea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brood it's War. just now a thing. Yeah, Brood War. And so I sat there and watched 30 minutes of a StarCraft wow. One match for the first time in years. Yeah, and it was really weird. I thought you were going to say they were rebroadcasting old stuff. Oh man, no, I no, no, they no. could. But this but, is like. <laughs> Yeah, no. Starcraft this is just, one league. Yeah, this is it a bunch so of old guys? Is it old guys? I mean, re- I mean, is this com- like the masters like, of, yeah. of Starcraft? Well, yeah, like I like, think Flash was one of the guys, and he was a guy. Oh wow, way Flash back. is like the, yeah. The oh man, I had hero. not I had not thought about or the fact that we that we could get into the equivalent of like, like the masters leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dong. Yeah, get J Dong in there. Get uh, <laughs> oh, bring geez. back Boxer. Just, Boxer, you know, yeah. Why not? Oh man, it was it was surreal. Wow, I have I have not huh. much to say about it other than it was so it, out of still the, watchable out of the, and actually out in of some the ways pretty exciting of the yeah. of the like collapsed Starcraft yeah. scene in Korea. I mean, I I, I tweeted it, uh, Rob. Brood War um, rises for like a second. Yeah, um, did he have anything and, to say uh, about it? I mean, he Is had he written he he wrote an article oh, okay. uh, about all of this stuff because um, of course Rob Zachney just the, knew all about it well, and yeah, yeah, covered yeah, it in yeah, an article. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. he does. Um, it's weird. It's very strange. I mean, because the the you know the the StarCraft Two league is sort of in disarray, and um, yeah, and and so in the in the sort of wake of that. You know what's this, funny There's about been that this opportunity for StarCraft 1 to come back, which is... Yeah. There's probably an entire generation in Korea of people who are now our age and who grew up watching Brood War. Yeah. Like... Oh, no! There was a huge crowd years, for this. 15 years ago. Let me tell you something. We watched the GSL for StarCraft yeah. 2 at the beginning, yeah. and you could see the crowds there, and there were like 20, 30 people on any given day. The crowd for this StarCraft 1 match was like 100 people, and they were losing their shit. There was not a single empty seat. It was nuts. Like, I, I guess, yeah, they're just super into this game still, which is completely understandable because it's, yeah, it may as well just be a sport that never, I don't think it ever really went away. Um, I think there was always a, a StarCraft One thing, but now oh, really? it's just was there? yeah, I think so. But it was just sort of in retreat yeah, for a while, yeah, and yeah. now now it's just like, well, I guess we may as well play this thing again. Yeah, and it's crazy. it was good. It was so like just, fun to watch. Just Artosis, no tasteless. Uh, I think the he I, crew I, back together. No, I think he is. I think they're both. Oh, they're, okay. they're both still doing stuff. But it just happened that he, sure, he, he was on doing that, that one. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was weird. And I got to look into that. It was really really weird. It's exciting. Anyway, yeah, it actually is kind of cool. I'm I'm fine with it. Anyway, so I have one game to talk about that we haven't already which is uh this is a free game you can get it on itch.io oh this is the game i was supposed to play but didn't yeah that's okay it's called catacombs of solaris and a a reader recommended this via tweet and i meant to check it out and then i forgot and then they at replied danielle and said dan you danielle you play itch games can you get chris to play this (laughs) and then i read i said oh right i meant to play this and i downloaded it's free i just downloaded it and played it this game, so this game is a first-person like corridor exploration game. It just lasts forever. There's no goal. There's no ending. It's just a free thing that you just play as much as you want. There's no audio at all. It's just you. You just navigate through, uh, you know, sort of, I don't know, co- corridors that are 
just hallways. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's there's no like big rooms or like complex geometry. It's just you know hallways that you walk through with with you know branches, right? So there's lots of you could turn, turn left, turn right, yeah. like go straight, whatever. Like there's a, there's lo- there's lots of it's like a big endless labyrinth essentially. It is an yeah. endless labyrinth where the walls are textured with basically pixelated noise. So just they're just um, brightly colored, random color pixel patterns. Like huge sort of stretched out pixels. Yeah, stretched out or, I mean, the, the pixels are a varying scale. Ooh. Yeah, so, um, but but it's all just colored pixel noise. That's the entire, that's the entire, you know, texturing of this world. And so it's really, really hard to explain why this is compelling. And in fact... The first time I played it, it wasn't. I had three play sessions of this game. And the first time I played it, I just went forward for I just went forward forever. I went forward, turned left, turned right, expecting to like find something or for something to happen. And nothing really happened except every once in a while a crazy physical effect, like a crazy visual effect occurred. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand what was triggering it and what exactly it was doing. It was like really the trippy, like crazy effect so i have never other than caffeine i have been lucky in my life to never deal with an like a substance addiction Mm. so i don't really know again other than caffeine which i don't really think counts like yeah never had to legitimately suffer like real addiction related symptoms but i've definitely like felt the ability like i have i have at points in my life been like man i could totally just become an alcoholic if i just let myself do that mm-hmm. like i've never i've ne- i don't think i've ever been like close enough for it to be a problem like I've, yeah. i'm not like a problem drinker i don't think um but i've definitely like you know i'm sure anyone who's like been pleasurably drunk has been like god this is just a really nice sensation and it's like understandable why people could just fall into it and never come out right yeah. so i was playing this game and I played it the first time and I was like, I don't really get what is like, what is notable about this. There's like a wacky thing that happens sometimes and it looks cool, but that's about it. It just keeps going. And I I turned it off and then I'm like, I, it was just sort of in my brain. So I don't know, a few hours later I loaded it back up again and I went into it and I, something about the way I was playing made the effect happen more often okay and i was like huh that's interesting this is like i really like when this happens like i really enjoy (laughs) when this like occurs and 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 i'm like oh it seems like it just sort of it must be like placed in the world and certain areas like trigger it more often than others and i started feeling this like compulsion i'm like i need i need that effect i need that like thing to happen it's like very pleasurable and it happens and i and i just kept playing basically like wanting the hit of mm, this of the cool effect, effect on my eyes because it was like it's very it's sort of enveloping and you can sort of lose well, yourself in it and you, you know chris a, a corridor is actually just a, a, a long arch so this is probably <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Realize what is a corridor is just... but an endless arch yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and and i'm like god this is just so enjoy i just love when this thing happens um and eventually i'm just like okay i have other stuff to do just in my life all right i'll turn it off and then i went back into it a third time like however many whatever amount of time however many minutes later, later. and then i realized what triggers the effect and it you can tr- it's it is actually triggered by your behavior in the game. It's very simple and you can do it at will. And I also realized visually what exactly is happening. Like I realized what is creating the effect and what it is doing. And then I probably spent a fucking hour in this game just giving myself hit after hit after hit after hit of the thing you can effectively once you understand like I feel how like it works, you should not explain p- to no because yeah. right now this is such a compelling weird no, I'm thing. not going to explain okay. what actually happens but I'm just gonna say that like the way the effect it's a it's a screen space effect so it it affects everything on the screen like yeah the whole game in, window. entirely the whole game window and it will layer upon it will keep progressively adding to itself if you keep triggering it. 
and I found myself just diving further and further and further into this fractal like world. And like the way it works, you can like come back out of the area that is affected by the effect before. Tra and like, I would find myself, if I saw the world becoming normal again, I'd be like, no, no, no. And I would turn back around into the like mm. blanket mm. of the effect Weird. and trigger it more What's the name of this itself. game again? Uh, Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Catacombs of Solaris. Okay. And it really, it like, it was, it really started to feel like I just need this all the time. It was really weird. It was yeah. um, a very interesting experience. And I'm glad that I played it. Huh. Uh, but I just wanted to play it all the time for yeah. like this hour of my life. Weird. Yeah. It's cool though. So it's free and it's called Catacombs of Solaris and you can download it on itch.io. Nice. Or if you just search for Catacombs of Solaris, it's a very specific name. So you'll Speaking of itch.io, that reminds me, last week oh, yeah. we talked about Wizard Jam stuff and uh, a reader uh, went and registered wizardjam.org. So now if you go to wizardjam.org, it takes you to the most recent Wizard Jam. If you go to wizardjam.org slash archive, it's a link to the itch pages and dev forums for every past Wizard Jam. Um, also, I made an Idle Thumbs itch account because I realized we didn't have one. So if you go to idlethumbs.itch.io... Uh, I made a collection that has every Wizard Jam game that's ever been posted on Itch, so you can just like infinite scroll that's forever cool. through uh, what is I think almost 200 entries over the last four Wizard Jams. So it's nice. pretty crazy stuff. That's awesome. Yep, that's really good. Um, also, we talked about butts and cups a lot at the beginning of this episode, so we should probably not go too crazy on reader mail. How are those things related? We just we just know a, that just... all the reader mails about butts and butts and. <laughs> Oh, I just mean that we just. We're we're I just mean, we, yeah, we're out of time because yeah, yeah, yeah. of all that, all that yeah, yeah, cup yeah. butt talk. Mm -hmm. um, Joseph Morad writes, "Hey, thumbs. I wanted to say that several years and hundreds of episodes ago, a reader wrote in commenting on how often you say interesting and suggested you say magical instead. Mm, that's true. To this day, whenever one of you says interesting, I have a Pavlovian response where in my brain just repeats whatever phrase was said, inserting magical where interesting once. So was. this conversation was probably very complicated for mm. his brain. <laughs> I haven't yet decided if it's an improvement, but I'll let you know by episode one thousand. Okay. So, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Imagine that. I would suggest beautiful instead of uh, magical, personally. And then if more someone says if someone says if someone beautiful. says interesting, the word is beautiful. And if they say beautiful, you should replace that with even more beautiful. Right. That's yeah. true. That's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm. Getting at. Which then creates a recursive fractal because even more beautiful ends with the word beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> even more interesting. Right. <laughs> uh, Andrew Wright writes, "Hey thumbs." When I was 10 or 11, my dad bought me a computer game called Search for the Titanic. Mm -hmm. I was super into the idea of deep sea diving and wreck discovery, and I couldn't wait to play the game. Do you know this game? Is that what you said, mm -hmm, Jake? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember anything that's in it. Okay. I, that, this is like my blockbuster story. Where, like, I've, okay. I've seen right. that box before. I remember I was compelled by it. ads for it in PC yeah. Gamer constantly. Yeah. All right. mm -hmm. So he continues, um, I waded through some really complex simulation stuff, finding grants, etc., and eventually figured out how to get to a possible wreck site, though it took a ton of real-world real time to get there. Then I sent down divers and waited and waited and waited. At some point, I realized that the game was operating in one-to-one -one real time, and I was going to have to sit and wait for the full multi-hour dive to complete to see if they found anything. I started uh, a game before leaving for school so they'd be done when I got back home, and they didn't find anything. And I couldn't understand why anyone would design such a dumb game, and I quit playing in frustration. On a whim, today I did a Google search, 25 years later, and I found that there is an Alt-W command <laughs> that implements a time warp. To quote the article, without it, the game would be unplayable <laughs> because of all the diving and exploring, would it, which would in real time take hundreds of hours. Oh my God. Well, if we ever find ourselves in a stupid place where we're going to do like a 72-hour live stream, we should just set up a PC that has a real-time Titanic <laughs> right. dive happening. And we can always flip back yeah, to it. Yeah, you can just flip to yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So he says, yep, uh, that sounds about right. So my question... What video game have you quit in fr frustration only to find out later you had missed some basic shortcut, mode, mechanic, etc. that would have allowed you to enjoy it? Andrew Wright, Indianapolis, Indiana. I've talked about this before. I've talked about um, the example of this for me in Monkey Island 2, I think, which was maybe the second real adventure game that I played. I did not know that you could leave the town, which was the first three screens for probably the first mm. like couple of days that I played that game. <laughs> And so was, you just thought just there like, was, was something like, you had this, to this achieve. This game there. is smaller yeah, than I thought yeah, yeah. it was, and also it seems like this is like, is, am I waiting for someone to show up? Right. What yeah. the fuck is? Oh, oh! Yeah. You literally click to the left of the screen, and then it's revealed that you've only been playing one sixth of the entire video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm sure I had countless examples of that as a kid. 
I mean, I think, you know, I, I think probably some of the examples that I remember playing, I can't remember if it was Sim Earth or Sim Life. It was one of the, those were both games, right? And I, yeah. I assume they were very different. But God, they were just so complicated that I remember I never got yep. anywhere. Yeah, that, in I them mean, at just all. just being totally wrecked by the by just like the yeah. opacity of yeah. like I remember the Terminator was, Terminator One on PC was, was so fucking confusing Terminator to me. One? Yeah, that was I don't even know what that it was game like a, is. It, it, it was a gr- land based game, but it used an engine yeah. that was like a flight simulator, so it was sort of like early polygonal wow. stuff where you were running around, and then it would just like tell me that something was happening to Reese, who was me, but I hadn't seen Terminator One, and like that uh, a Terminator was nearby, but it was just impossible. I'm sure if you were fluent in that genre of sure. games that was at least maybe approachable i yeah. don't even i don't even know what the consensus on terminator 1 is yeah. but that was the game that just i did not understand and i've never gone back and reassessed but right i'm sure it is what, i'm sure there's actually a video game there once the artificial intelligence yeah. knew that you didn't understand that then it was fine uh, moving on <laughs> yeah it's a test in confidence that yeah. that it would eventually yeah. take over the world yeah, yeah that game uh, came with a modem it was weird that you had to oh, plug weird. that in oh my god no i didn't actually oh, okay that's just that was my dialing home just kind of oh, joke see, see jokes fine. terminator yes. gotcha anyway that's just because i uh, yeah This example, the specific example of the reader mails is very good, though. I mean, one thing I suspect is probably true for me. I don't know, Nick, if you if you suspect this is true for you as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if I had numerous occasions of this as a I don't know what I'm trying to say occurrences of this as a child, but to this day I'm not aware of it. Yeah, and just thought that I had to do the thing for 8 million hours or like it was just impossibly difficult and right. like yeah. that's just how it was but because I didn't have the internet and didn't have many games to begin with it's just this is what I have like I'm going to do the thing because it's what you're I don't know any better on any like in any right. version of I'm sure there was some strategy game where I just mined the shit out of a resource when I could have just built the building that would right. make that yeah. Yeah. Right. happen right. or whatever but yeah. like I don't have yeah. any memory of it now yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's one of the reasons why I actually enjoy Dark Souls because it gives me that feeling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Except it's real. Right. Yeah, there are no shortcuts in Dark Souls. Yeah. Well, the choice to not put on the ring that halves your character's ability <laughs> is, uh, is a shortcut. Yeah. Um, Daniel writes, Hey Thumbs, I enjoyed your deep dive into what Mario says at the end of levels in New Super Mario Brothers. Um, oh, so then I- you'll love the Wizard Jam entries Pizza Tonight and Pizza Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the stream. We need to set a date for that. Yeah, it's, it'll be in January sometime. Mid, mid-January maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, Daniel writes, hi, thumbs. Okay, so I said already. So I thought about that when I heard a similarly tough to decipher bit in a game I'm playing. The game is Lego Marvel Superheroes. I wrote in a while ago about Lego Jurassic World and voice acting in Lego games. I think you read the email on two different episodes. <laughs> We're bad. In many or all Lego games, there's a secondary objective in each level to collect an arbitrary number of Lego studs, which are like bolts in Ratchet and Clank games. In Lego Marvel Super Heroes, when you reach the target, Stan Lee triumphantly yells, Excelsior! It took me a long time to figure out what he was saying. For a while, I thought he was saying, Take notes, senor! That's all. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel Primo, Take Atlanta. Take this is Stanley's classic catchphrase. Yeah, you take know. notes, senor. I like that he thought it was take notes and not take note because take right. note at least is like right, like no. everyone look. Whereas take notes is he just meant like, open up your instruction pay close book, attention uh, and then go to the back page. Oh, yeah, go yeah. to the notes. And take notes. God, I remember that's a thing I remember from, as being a kid. PC games especially yep. always had like eight pages of just notes With in the back Stan of the Lee instruction in the corner. manual. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take notes, senor. <laughs> And that's why I always took notes. Senor. Senor. <laughs> I never really learned how to take notes. I was really a, I was a bad college student in part yeah, for that me reason. Too. Yeah, same. Yeah. We should have listened to Stan Lee. I didn't should have listened to those notes kid. pages and all those video games <laughs> yeah, us kids were true. playing. Yeah. The notes pages were there, but they never told us how to use them. We were never taught. <laughs> they assumed that as American children, we were consuming enough comic books to be familiar with the wise words of Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, should we call it? Thanks for listening to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can write us email. We have a, we have a lot of email. I'm sure, I think we're going to end up having to bank an episode early at the end of the year because we're we're going to have a new year's mail blast. Yeah. Probably have a new year's mail bag. So, uh, blast, uh, bag blast. So um, the New Year's blast bag, as we call it, if you, sponsored if, by the McDonald's mug, <laughs> <laughs> warmest greetings. 
so if you would like to send us email for that or any other uh, episode, you can do so at questions at idlethumbs.net. Um, we also have been streaming these episodes live to Twitch. If you go to our, our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash idlethumbs, you can watch it live. They also end up um, in There's a, on in our a slightly website. cleaner version at uh, youtube.com slash idlevideos. That's true. And these the YouTube versions are now embedded on the episode pages on idlethumbs.net. So if you, if you have the episode page, it's a good way to share it with a friend or just use yourself as a base for it's got the link to the SoundCloud episode. It's got the YouTube video version. It's got a link to subscribe via RSS or iTunes. Get everything you need. Uh, and uh, we have plenty of other podcasts on our network as well, including Rob Zachney and Daniel Riendo's Idle Weekend going up every week at idleweekend.net. Um, the Idle Book Club, which um, hopefully within a week or so we'll be releasing an episode on Paul Beatty's The Sellout, which I'm reading now and is an ab- absolutely like bananas dark satire about uh race in america it is it is um insane and ridiculous in a way that makes it not like difficult to read it's just crazy (laughs) um and yeah i got plenty of other podcasts up on there as well uh they're all at idlethumbs.net yeah nick brecken's still streaming away at twitch.tv slash idlethumbs yep still working through dark souls still going I would like to stream something soon. Maybe this weekend we can try and stream that, hit that Hitman. Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye out for that. We should start using the announcement. The calendar again? Yeah. The, the, um, you know, the Twitch notification <sighs> thing. You guys doing oh, a sure. Wet Bandit stream? It's very exciting to me. Yeah. Very exciting. Yep. Oh, yeah. So keep an eye out. Uh, you can also have the Twitch channel email you when we go live. All right. Thank you for listening or watching. We will be back next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye. With Marvin Harry. Yes. Make their Christmas not so merry. Give them bricks and give them riches. One more Christmas in the trenches. Toss some paint cans down to greet them. Send the toolbox down to meet them. Serve the nails for Christmas dinner. Kevin is declared the winner. May I do the thinking, please? Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. You wearing aftershave? That's kerosene. Now why would anybody soak a rope in kerosene? Merry Christmas. Hitman, Agent 47. Available for the PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, and PC.